is the What The Heck Show on UnionPowerRadio.com. Having a problem there? A little bit. That's good now. One, two, one, two. We're good. We're good to go. All right. All right. You're listening to the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Go ahead, Tone. You got to do your announcement. Well, how's everybody doing? Uh, We got a couple people here today. I'm your host, Tony Rosario. I'm here today with the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, Mr. Hector <laughs> Fortis. That's, that's you, that, man. That's me. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, Mr. Holligan couldn't make it in today. Jamie Holligan did not make he's, it in he's, today. He's for a suspension. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but we do have Carl Morreale sitting in for him again. Thank you, Carl, for showing up. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. We appreciate you coming on such short notice. Absolutely. And we are at the house of one of our favorite shop stewards in the local from the Springfield building, the Laurelson Center, Mr. Damien Contreras. Hello, everybody. What's going on, Damien? How's everything, brother? I forgot to do the clap. 
<laughs> All right, well, so it's been a very busy week for everybody. Um, one of the hot topics was that we spoke about last week, it seemed to ruffle a couple of feathers, was when we were speaking about the safety committees. Uh, I want to personally let the safety committees know. Oh, we're getting a little feedback there. I want to personally let a lot of the safety committees know that this is not a personal attack on the safety committees. It is not at all a, sa a, a safety attack. This is basically us letting you guys know what the company is up to and how you guys can combat that. We are not attacking the safety committees. We know it's important for the safety committees to be involved, especially making sure that the over 70s have their stickers on them, they're going up and down the line, making sure that, that uh, the members' trucks are safe, the egress in the buildings is safe, and um, you know a lot of other structural damage to the buildings, especially some of the structural damage that we've uh, had issues with in Forster Avenue. We understand that, and we appreciate the safety committee members for doing that and doing their diligence, but that's not what we're talking about well, here. Well, it's no question that the safety committee is, is essential to what we do. However, when the people, when, when the company is not expressing safety and not putting safety first like they, like they preach they do, we as the union need to, need to hold them accountable for their own, their own message, their own safety first message. So if, you know, our, our safety committee, 100%, they help out the members with everything, like you said, with the over 70 tape and you know, checking load quality and everything, but it doesn't seem like safety comes first on the other end, so maybe we should pull out for a little bit. That's my opinion. Well, that's that's been said around the local. Um, Did Mr. you tell the people that we, you, you could view us on Face FaceTime oh, Live? Are we? Yeah, you are, are on oh, live. Oh, wow. Oh, is that camera watching me right now? Yeah. Oh, wow. For those listeners listening, if you want to actually take a peek at where we are in Damian Contreras' backyard, uh, Mr. Fortis did hook up a, a camera. We are on Facebook Live. I believe you have to just uh, go on to Union Power Radio. Is that where we're uh, streaming? Well, we got 13 uh, people viewing right now. Right now? I'm right now. So you're going to be a star. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge star. <laughs> oh, I want to thank you for Already the hair there. and makeup. We had the hair and makeup. Uh, this is not natural. This is all hair and makeup, folks. Yes. Yeah. He's got the, he's got the Superman uh, loop. The curl. The curl. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> and we had, we had one guy work on uh, my head, Hector's head, and Damien's head. Right. We have three heads being At shined up. <laughs> they got the turtle wax out, and they shined them up real nice. <laughs> Um, You're just jealous. I, I am. The jealousy I am. A voice. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna shave my head right now. Uh, the uh, Damien uh, speaking on safety. How are safety things going on in your building over there in Springfield? Um, well, in my center, uh, my safety team stepped down a couple months back. Wow. Uh, during COVID. Wow. Oh, See, that's well, a big deal. Can you? Uh, can yeah. You elaborate on that more? a little bit. Well, they they, they felt that the. Um, the company wasn't taking, um, you know, the uh, the pandemic seriously. They stopped. Um, are you guys getting feedback there? No, uh, we're, we're listening. I am getting a little feedback, though. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. There's like a... Uh... Yeah, it's all right. Okay. okay. So what happened was... Um... How about now? It's gone. It's gone. All right. Oh, nope. Something came back. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's, a... it's, oh, good. it's good. It's good. It's good. Come on. Good. All right. Okay. So what happened was... Um, 
company stopped cleaning the trucks over the weekend. Uh, they stopped cleaning the dye boards every night. And uh, what ended up happening is the, the, the safety committee got tired of, uh, of the company not doing anything, and they all uh, filled out a uh, form. They signed it, and they, they, they stopped uh, doing their, their duties, performing their duties as a safety committee. do 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 Yep. <laughs> Where's that one? Um, well, that's that's uh, that's what I call a, a stance on unity, right there. Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I don't believe that there are any other safety committees in the local that uh, that have felt that way and have decided to step down. As a matter of fact, a lot of them took on the responsibility of the uh, PPE and all the uh, and all that the company was doing to combat COVID. Uh, they decided to take it seriously. I don't know if they felt it was as much as a horse and pony show as some of the other members felt, but I'm uh, I like the idea of uh, people stepping down. I'm not going. I'm not gonna. I'm and not I'm, gonna sugarcoat it. That's that's a great sign of unity. Them deciding to step down. Absolutely. If, if, if imagine Carl and Damien and Hector, if everybody on the in local 804, you know, decided at one point to step down, what kind of repercussions would there be? What would happen? And the, and the safety committee bridges the gap between the company and the union to, to provide safety for our members. So if the company's not holding up their end, then what is, I mean, yes, we, we still want the members to work safe, but if the company's not holding up their end, we, we can disband the safety committee and let them hand out the PPE. If safety truly is important to them, let's see them standing in front of the offices or at the guard booths handing out the PPE. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all you guys out there, you are the essential workers. This COVID thing is not over. It's actually rising in certain neighborhoods by 7 and even 10% in some places. So you're out there. You're putting your life on the line, your family's lives at risks. So, I mean, the company should definitely step in and say to themselves, well, what are we doing here? I, I mean, let's be real about this. We were almost two months in to this pandemic before the company decided that they were going to do anything and it wasn't they were they were almost forced into it because our local our executive board was out there getting gloves was out there getting masks and trying to get it to the members and then here we are two months in now the company is realizing okay we need to get masks we need to do this we need to do that i mean i understand that this is new for everybody this pandemic is new and it's affecting a lot of lives but we're on the forefront of this as workers. We're the ones out there getting people their goods, getting people their essential needs. And this is how the company repays us? Well, I, what, do you mean, what do you mean that someone was uh, talking bad about what, what we spoke about last Well, no, last there week. was a couple of members uh, uh, around the local that felt that we were attacking the safety committees. How were we attacking the safety committee? Well, you know, I don't feel like we were saying anything that wasn't already said, but apparently there were members that felt a type of way. Um, Some members felt like they were being called out that they were just in it for the money. I saw that on Facebook. Also, another member felt like he's like he was being talked about, like he's a type of puppet for the company. And, you know, uh, I know we called out a couple of members, especially Heck. Heck had something to say. About we, we, no, we there didn't even call them out. It's just that what they said on the Zoom meeting. Right. That's what I questioned the shop stewards last week because they were there. And I said, why did 
this safety co-chair didn't know about the situation Correct. of that guy, uh, Fernando? Right, Franco. Franco. And it was kind of hard to understand that because I know the shop stewards in Brooklyn. They they communicate with each other all the time. They they go to their morning little meeting and they switch up uh, information. So by him saying that, that's why I was saying how he didn't get the communication when I'm from the Bronx and I knew you from Long Island, right? And you knew Island. you knew about the the situation that happened in Brooklyn, yes, correct? Damien, you you knew about I it, right? I absolutely heard it. So, so, I, so for those listeners out there that don't know the situation, we had a member who was struck by a, a manager in their personal vehicle. Uh, the manager was driving their personal vehicle and, uh, and, and hit this member while he was walking out behind his vehicle, his, his, uh, his truck. So I think a lot of viewers likes to see you because it's, it's up to 32 viewers. Well, you know, say hi. It's, it's got to be the curl. It's that Superman curl, isn't it, folks? Um, and all the shiny heads around me. Well, if I, think, I could, if I could it, stop you, Tony, I, yes. I think everybody on, that's listening to this show, I know Jonah Lane Miller, you know, she listens to the show. She knows about Franco. The people listening to the show know about Franco. The people that are on the Facebook page know about Franco. It's all the people that aren't on the social media. And I, if I remember hearing correctly, that was one of the complaints that I'm not on Facebook, so I didn't know. I didn't, you know, the communication's lacking. Honestly, the best way to get things out there nowadays is is social media. So if you're not tuning into the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio, <laughs> there you go. Thanks for the plug in there, Carl. <laughs> or following any of the Facebook pages, whether it be Local 804 Teamsters, UPS Teamsters, the Union Power Radio Facebook page, then, yeah, you might be out of the loop. So maybe the best idea is to get everybody on these pages so that information can spread and everybody Dude, can hear there was, about things. Dude, we were outside protesting Protest. for days, oh, that's for days. Right. and the guy in the building was the one who so said how can know. you miss that yeah well, unless he's not in that building he's in he's in he's no in, no, no. He, he's, he's in, in that building, building. He's in come on building. man that was the talk the management that's what all they talk about us out there and and saying we need to bring franco back all right well we i tried i tried to shoot him bail i guess it didn't work well, I spoke to one of the members, and I said to them, if they feel any type of way, they're always welcome to call our show. They're willing to put their side of the story out. We are more than willing to listen. As we always say, this show is for the members, by the members. We are all rank-and-file members here. Uh, Mr. Fortis is a business agent on our local 804 executive board. Um, and you know what? I'd like to uh, introduce uh, Dylan Contreras. Oh, Dylan. Dylan. He's sitting over there with the Flash t-shirt. Say hi to Say Dylan. Say hi, Dylan. Hi. How you doing, buddy? Good. Is your dad a hardworking union man? Yes. <laughs> All right. Who are you going to be for Halloween? I'm an astronaut. Nice. Wow. That's what we need, more than astronauts. Because soon, we're going to have to leave this planet. <laughs> and we're going we'll to have to find a place some point, some on another place. planet to live on. So you keep doing that, Mr. Dillon. Hopefully, you'll grow up and uh, become an astronaut, and you'll be able to and pave the way. And a teamster. <laughs> That's right. Is NASA a union, by the way? That is one thing I never researched. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not union. <laughs> well, we are going to make them union just for you. Dillon's going to be our plug. He's going to get in there, and he's going to make NASA there a union. There you go. We're going to prepare you for the future, buddy. Yeah, what, what the, the heck? heck? What the That's heck? right. You could say it. What the heck? <laughs> All right. I'd like to also congratulate Dam Damian Contreras because he is expecting another child. Shh, it was supposed to be a secret. Oh, oh no. 
I mean, don't worry, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> They're only two weeks away. Somebody's got to know by now. <laughs> uh, I, thought you, I thought she was in competition with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, listen, folks, the safety committees, we know that you're out there. We know that you're doing a lot of important things. But let's let's be serious. At the end of the day, the handing out of the PPE and the company is is their job to keep us safe. It's their job to know that we're out there, we're working, and we're helping people get the things they need when they can't go to the stores because they can't go here and they can't go there. So who do they rely on? They rely on us. They re rely on a lot of, of the logistics business, a lot of the businesses that are out there, including non-union businesses like FedEx, including, including uh, uh, whatever other non-union businesses out there. I don't want to really mention them because... Uh, you know they're they're non-union and we right. would like them to be union at one point but um it's very important for them to understand we're not attacking them we're, we're letting them know that the company has to be held responsible for making us feel safe and if they need to hand out ppe that shouldn't be on us because our members have more important things to do than hand out masks and gloves apples and bananas and pamphlets no our members need to be walking up and down the buildings making sure that we have egress making sure that it's safe walk paths, making sure that our vehicles are not loaded to the T and there's no space for us to work, making sure that every driver has a hand truck and the necessary equipment to do his job, making sure that yes, the overweights have stickers on them so that people know that they're overweight and they know they need help to lift these, uh, these uh, particular items. These are things they need to be doing. Well, let me ask you guys. <laughs> You guys, you guys still have a, every member in the building wearing a mask? Because you're in, you're in Brooklyn. That, that's another issue. A lot of members have worn the mask. If I have to give a percentage, I would say anywhere from 75 to 80% of the members in our building are wearing a mask. But there's still that 20%. And I'll have you know, a lot of them have to be, are, are also man, excuse me, are also management. Yeah, well. So if you're going to give a driver a warning letter for not wearing his mask, then I want to see the same type of discipline given to management team who are not wearing masks. Well, if that's happening, let me know. I got pictures of uh, hundreds of, of supervisors not wearing their mask. All so right. I'll forward them to you. All right. Well, yeah, that would be helpful. Well, we had a PCM uh, a couple of days ago. Or not a PC. Well, part of the PCM was the manager telling us that he's getting complaints from customers that drivers aren't wearing masks in going into businesses. Now, is that just because of our perception to the customer, or does the manager really care about the driver's safety wearing a mask? That's the question. We're not. Nobody's enforcing anybody to wear a mask inside the buildings. I, I don't want anybody to be disciplined for it, of course, but. Is it just because of our perception to the public, or do we really care about our member safety? Well, that's a very good point you make there, and this is exactly what I mean when I say it's a horse and pony show, or have I said a dog and pony show, yeah. however you want to look at it. I, I don't believe it's a concern for the, for the member safety. It's always about how the company seems to the public. It's about an image. Right. Absolutely, and I have to agree with Damien. Uh, the truth is that they want one thing, and we all know what that is, right? Am I wrong? The green. The green. And for those packages to get disappear. Right. That's it. Um, 
I'm sorry for any management personnel that's out there listening. And, and, Who gives and when a I shit? say sorry, I mean sorry. <laughs> I don't give sorry. a shit. They can no, listen. Exactly. Fuck them. So, sorry, not sorry. Well, now they know what let's, we look like, too. Let's not pretend. I don't care. Look, I look like this, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't give a... I'm, I'm the biggest one here. <laughs> and the one with no hair. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, not the one. I'm sorry. Uh, there's there's three. Three. Now I'm the minority. Us. I'm the minority. Here. Well, <laughs> you're looking at Tony's hair right now. That's not real. Wow. <laughs> no, it's not actually. He what? borrowed all of our hair. <laughs> they shaved them and, and gave me whatever, and I glued it on there. Uh, no, I actually have a very nice head of hair. Thank you very much. No, but seriously. Uh, this isn't about that. This is about them trying to protect the image for the public. That's what this is about. This is about them trying to protect their image to the public Excellent. so that they say, oh, well, our drivers are out there and we're being safe. Right. Are you, though? Are you, though? And I used to be a member of the safety committee. Oh. And, you know, it, if the company is not promoting safety, what are we there for? I know we care about the members, but you can still care about the members and not be on the safety committee. It's very simple. Absolutely. Absolutely, and the and I don't want to say they're not promoting safety. They are promoting it, but for all the wrong reasons, you know, like I, you said, for the image. And I saw things come up about the mentor program. That's part of the safety committee. That, I actually like the mentor program. I love the mentor program, but you don't have to be a mentor to mentor a new member. Absolutely not. I, I think the mentor idea is a step in the right direction. Things right. like that are necessary, but no, you don't have to be part of it to actually mentor a member. But I don't know if you know the mentor program. The, the mentor in the safety committee is given a book by the company and, and reads things from the book provided by the company. And I may be misspeaking, but I remember when I was in the safety committee, the mentor had a book that he read from and was, was teaching the new members. So why do we need a book provided by the company? Get, let's get a book provided by the union. Let's get our own experiences and mentor the new the new members. We don't need a book provided by the company to mentor a new member. Absolutely. Nobody can mentor a member like an actual person that's done the job. Not some kid fresh out of college with a with a college degree. Not that having a college degree is a bad thing. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. We make more than a college degree. We do. There's a lot of people out there with a Isn't college that sick? degree that it doesn't is. nuts. Well, well some people, yes. But at the end of the at the end of the day, the point is what? Safety. Safety, and the <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. I got you. Uh, but um, let's let's stick to the facts here. What are they doing to actually protect us? They already started trying to cut hours on everything. At first, there was hours for everybody, right? There was hours for porters. There was I actually have not even got a chance to look on this. Thank you, Damien. Um, uh, is the show streaming live on Facebook? Yes, Rockstar, it is. Uh, I apologize. Let's go real quick through some of the chat here on the line. You should wear an entire face covering daily, Anthony. Wow, wow, Mr. Holligan. I'm, I'm going to wow. remember that. You should wear a skirt to cover those legs, and I mean one of the long ones. Oh, my God. All right, pal? You can All put right, it on the table, he said. <laughs> without, right. without breaking anything. Okay. Uh a hundred percent. They are looking out for their image. That's FW39. Don't know where you're from, FW39, but yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about here. It's a good thing for new members. This is a good way to get together and talk to them. Yes, there is a book that provides 15 days of safety training. That's uh, Holligan speaking to so us. So I there. was right. Uh, Holligan, I'm sorry you can't call in, but because we have this uh, this running live, we had to actually use the wire. 
for uh, the live video feed. So if you have anything to say, please say it in the chat. Um, so this is what we're dealing with here. I, I, and let me reiterate, we are not attacking the safety committees. We know that above and beyond, there are safety people out there that are doing what they need to do. They are going above and beyond. They are doing their job. I, I know a, a few in my building that are, and you know what? I'm not going to mention any names because last time I mentioned a couple names, some guys got sour that I didn't mention them all. Well, you know, if I didn't mention you, I'm sorry. Now Maybe. they see what you look like. So. <laughs> and you know what I look like. But this is not what that's about. We're talking about the safety of every member, especially working in times like these. I mean, Damian Contreras was just letting us know that his safety committee stood together and they saw that they were taking this as a joke. And what did they do, Damien? They took the initiative and they stepped down. That's right. And that's a big deal. You know, like I said earlier, if a lot of locals, if a lot of members around our local decided one day, you know what? Let's let's take the initiative. Let's decide to step down. That would 100% force the company to do what they need to do to keep us safe because now people are going to be asking questions, especially the IBT and, the, and, and corporate. Well, why are all these members stepping down around the local? What is happening? Right. Well, because we don't feel like you're taking this seriously enough. We don't feel safe, so I can't promote something I don't feel. And when I was losing my train of thought, I was talking about the reduction in hours now. Now they're telling everybody they want eight hours an hour, and they've been trying to cut the overtime. Now, if you're going to cut the overtime, and you're going to do that to car washers, and you're going to do that to porters who are actually helping the building stay sanitary... I mean, that's a huge issue. What, to save money before peak season? Uh, in case you didn't know, company people, this has been an ongoing peak. We have not seen what peak doesn't look like because everybody's been working like it's been peak for months. And I also want to say uh, be careful of what you act for because a lot of guys are right now saying that they, you know, they don't want a helper for peak season. Now, if you did use a helper join this pandemic this 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 right COVID 19 thing you are going to be using a helper you can't say okay now that peak is here i don't want to use a, a a helper you already used a helper right. so if you didn't use a helper during the COVID and going into peak then you're okay you you know you still can say i, I refuse to have a helper so you got to watch it, what you do, you know, because they're going to really look at it. If you had a helper join this COVID and then you don't want to help her join peak season, you know, it's, it's dishonesty. Well, well, they say now that, you know, we're going to come into a, a second spike of this COVID-19. So I don't really feel comfortable with anybody getting on the truck. I, you know, if I know that I'm going to be encountering a customer at close range, I, I put the mask up. If well, I'm driving by myself, I don't wear the mask. But if I'm if I'm going to encounter a customer or somebody else, the mask goes up. If I can interject here, um, I see your point, Hector. But here's the thing, right? Some of these guys initially didn't take a helper, and then you know, COVID sort of died down. Summer came through. The numbers were low. Um, with this new spike, company can't claim you're being dishonest because you don't want to take a helper because now the numbers are rising. The proof is there. Now they want to take precautions again. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. And so we and that's that's absolutely true. And we were working with people that we work with already, whether it be a preloader or another driver getting on the truck, which I didn't do. But 
If now you're working with seasonal. Now employees. you're working with people coming off the street. You don't know where they came from. Are they are they required to take COVID tests every day? I mean, they they should be they should be they should have a security guard out there with a thermometer, right? Zapping your forehead every well, morning. This guy that is Kenwood, what is his name from Greg Kerwood? Greg yeah, he said he refused. He uh, disagreed with me that they could refuse uh, any help during the peak season. Yeah, well, they, they well, could refuse it, but I'm saying if you're using them during, huh? Well, Damien also agrees. The the what, what we're trying to say here is even if you worked with a helper before, like uh, Contrera, uh, uh, Carl was saying, um, not only do you, not only was it someone you knew already because they were either preloader or a local sorter or whatever they were, you felt comfortable with them. You knew if they weren't sick. Well, not always, but it's different when you're dealing now with seasonal employees. These right. are people coming off the street. You, you know the company will hire anybody and anyone just to help us deliver those packages. And I know back in the day, you know, if you get a peak helper, that's usually your peak helper for the entire peak. Now, as of recently, when I had a helper last year before COVID, I was getting this person one day, another person another day, another person. So I, I don't feel comfortable with all these people that I don't know where they've been, who they've been in contact with. And I'm not taking a helper. Well, you know, um, I heard this through the grapevine. It, uh, I didn't experience it personally. But it's happening in my center, according to a couple of people. Uh, management is going around and asking each driver, oh, are you going to take a helper this season? And if they say yes, they'll get a helper. And if they say no, they, they'll tell them, you're going to get a PVD person that's going to come and take work from you on the day-to-day. Well, that's very nice. They can send a PVD if they want. I hope that whoever sees a PVD come to take work puts in a grievance. Absolutely. Because our local is not accepting PVDs. We have not accepted PVDs in our local. We're still fighting it. It's been a deadlock at panel, and it's still deadlocked, I believe. I believe we Uh, have a court case coming up on October 14th. Is that that, uh, correct there, Hector? What? Well, the the PVD case. Oh, yeah, it's coming up uh, before. October 14th. Yeah, October 14th. It's funny, though, because we have a peak meeting with labor on the 15th, the day after. Change of operation. Yeah, change of operation and peak. And and a peak season and a peak uh, meeting. Well, that's going to be an interesting meeting. That's going to be a long meeting. Well, there's a lot of things the company's trying to do. Joe said Tuesday, the 13th, is the meeting of the PVDs. Thank you, Joe. Um, uh, Jamie Holligan, our <laughs> my co-host from co-host from far away, he's dismissed. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't he's want being anyone. discharged. Jamie, who? <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. Jamie, who? <laughs> Let me get this out. I'm sorry, but I don't want anyone coming from the streets jumping on my truck. I don't know where they've been, and I want and what they might have had. I know where my co-workers have been or have. That, that's what we're talking about, Jamie. I heard they're asking members of our centers to bring in someone they know who work at the PVD, Damien. Wow. They're ask, asking people, how about you ask them to, to be a helper? I would rather someone that I know be my helper than someone I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard of a couple of managers in my building asking people to bring a friend, somebody on the route, right. whatever. Somebody you probably wouldn't be wanting to put any grievances in because of this person you're helping get a job. That's that's their, that's their a tactic. Right. That's all it is is a tactic. I want to remind everybody, though, we can only work 14 hours in a day. So <laughs> if they want to put 350 stops on a truck that you usually do 120 stops, guess what? 230 probably aren't getting delivered. So they're going to make adjustments based on changing conditions, like they like to say. 
Well, good luck finding the first 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The, the truth is, if you're feeling unsafe at any point, whether it's now or because the spike is, you still have the right to say you don't want to work with a helper. If you want to work with a helper, more power to you. Uh, nobody's telling you not to, but we're telling you that's your right as a member. If you feel unsafe and you don't want another person on the vehicle with you, you have absolutely 100% that right that you don't have to work with a helper. And what that would create is more jobs. They would need to put more drivers out on the road. They would have to get more truck rentals and prepare for peak season. And yeah, it's gonna be difficult, but at the end of the day, What's more important? Is our health and safety not more important than those packages getting delivered? Because in my opinion, it 100% is. Well, I'm curious to see if how many people are going to have to call out sick because, God forbid, they can, they actually contract COVID from seasonal helpers. The, the company's not going to be too happy with 10, 15 bang-outs during peak because people have COVID for two weeks straight. Well, not only that, let me piggyback, piggyback on that. What happens when they shut us down again? Obviously, we were seeing what's happening in, um, what is it, uh, two parts of Brooklyn, three parts of Brooklyn, parts of Queens. A couple of zip codes, right? yeah. They're already, uh, uh, Far Rockaway just got added onto the list, right? Uh, what, what's going to happen when they start shutting the whole New York State down right. again, right? I, I have a son that goes to school, right? My wife is an essential worker, just like I am, right? right? She can't stay home seven days a week. I'm going to have to come and stay home as well right. so I could take care of him, right? What's going to happen to all the mom and dads that are essential workers? Because I know I'm not the only one. My, my household is not the only one that has two essential workers. The company's going to try to fire you because you have no choice but to stay home. Nobody's going to take care of your kid. Right. And all of our family members two. that we're going to want to see for the holidays. We're not seeing and, anybody. And you're going to be. That's a very good point, Damien. I, didn't even, I honestly didn't even think about that. That's that's an insane. Uh, uh, there is no way that they no. would be able to fire any member because I Listen, believe you would have to just go to what you go to HR or now that HR apparently is being a. Uh, uh, yeah, there is moved. no more HR. I it's, figured that it's out. It's all online now. Uh, set up a family leave. Uh, you'll you would have to set it up every year. I'm assuming these are things that you would have to do as a driver or as uh, Damien says, as an essential worker to make sure you do have time to take care of your family because uh, at the end of the day, your health and safety comes first and your family comes first. As they always like to preach, right? The most important stop is that last stop to your house, right? Yeah, that last stop that's home. Bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. the first uh, two, three, four, five airs. The, mo <laughs> yeah. the most important stop is all the airs before 1030. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, tell um, me about it. Uh, so you make a very good point there, and I hope that the members are listening. What, what Damien just said is very true. Um, if they're going to start trying to discipline members on attendance because you are, uh, you're dealing with uh, the, the COVID crisis and you have to have time to spend with your family, uh, I don't think that's going to fly in front of an arbitrator. And I by, really don't think that's going to fly. And by the way, you know, uh, what, the last couple of weeks, volume has virtually dropped, as it always does. Right. In a little October, bit. Yes. Right. Uh, then it's going to pick right back up, I think. Uh, in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks, it's going to pick up. Well, this week is Prime Week. That's right. right. Prime Day is, what, Tuesday, Wednesday? Right, 13th yeah. and the 14th. Don't forget, right, that we can grieve for 9-5 uh, all the way to November 15th. 
there something to keep in mind. Nice. That was that was something that was put forth by the IBT. So finally something decent. Yeah. Right? Something we can use. Something we could use to our benefit. You can grieve all the way to November 15th. Don't forget that. Right. Get your money. Because supervisors, they all receive COVID pay. All of them. And the last time I checked, I didn't see a single one out there delivering. Yeah, where was that, where was our house hazard pay? That's what I'm curious. Not a single think. one. I didn't get it. Nope. I got mine through my 9-5, though. There you go. Okay. And I'm still waiting for a couple of checks. Now, Hector, labor. I, I have a question for you. Why wow, you got to have a question for me. Well, the interviewer gets interviewed. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Uh, with this peak meeting, do you think they're going to discuss the possibility of, of sending us into yeah, the 70-hour yeah. rule that they like to enforce during peak? Well, the 70-hour rule's got to go through the IBT. That's the problem right there. Oh, I thought that was... No, no, they got they they to ask permission from the IBT, and then the IBT, of course, always... Sell us down the river. Of course. So... We we don't we I don't say last year I don't think they gave it to them. Oh, if no, they, they did. did. They did. They did. It was after. It was intermittent. It wasn't set. Right. They did it to. Was, and then right, the thing right. was that they were doing it for certain centers. That's true. Right. That was that was the bad. That was somebody bullshit asked right me there. that question this week. If they do the seventy hour rule, do they have to do it throughout the whole local? For whatever reason, they don't. I guess they can pick whatever building center or whatever they want to pick to go over to seventy hours. But I I don't know. Well, uh, I just got a lovely message from a member uh, out in Long Island, uh, Mr. Mendez. I want to thank him for this. It seems they're having postcards sent to people, and they're saying uh, there's going to be hiring going on on October 30th, and it says here, bring your kid to work day. So if you got a child that's child over 18. Child labor. Well, what? Well, well, not young child. Oh, they want okay. kids over 18. <laughs> they do specify that the child has to be over 18. So it's a I national... We promoting child I, it's labor. a national or, or hiring... Child care. <laughs> it's a national who hiring Tell event. Me. Tell me who did it. <laughs> national who hiring event like Friday, October 30th, uh, preparing for peak 2020. And they're actually sending these postcards to members' homes, it looks like. And I will I will put this up on the camera. Uh, is it zooming in on me? Or I'll do it. Uh, zoom into you now. Don't so, scare the people. So please. Wait, wait, wait. Let me make sure his number. I don't think they can see that far. Okay. Let me let me bring it up to the camera. Ah! Uh, take your earphones off. The the camera's back there. It's up here. Yeah, right there. I gotta go further. No, you you're good there. Okay. That's actually so farther. So you but... can see that. Okay. And you're not on the mic, Tony. Oh boy. It's our first time with video, everybody. That's the back of it. Here, let me do it. I don't want him to see anything else on there, so. Uh -huh. you know, I don't want any uh, incriminating evidence. Incriminating pictures. Uh oh. <laughs> wait, wait, heck. <laughs> Make sure it's facing the right way. Yeah. So let me get that. What are you, what are you showing? I don't know. Yeah. Don't don't yeah don't go to where his address is. There's I don't picture. want people knowing where Mr. Mendez lives. They yeah. might come after you, Mr. There's a Mendez. Of Tony in a thong. I want to thank uh, Mr. Mendez for sending that to me. I did not know that the company was selling was sending up uh, freaking postcards to members so that their kids look at this, Damien. Well, I guess it's a good punishment for your kids if they you know if they haven't been behaving. Bring your kid to work day. Look at that. Why Eight, would I want my kids ages to be, 18 or older? Subject to contracting COVID. Welcome to apply and be your helper. Um, they will you know go what? to any lengths to get these packages delivered. Any I lengths. I don't want my kid being the UPS driver. Nope. 
You never I, know how big your head is until you have a camera facing the back. <laughs> you can, you can I see. can see my big head. <laughs> Did Jesus you miss a Christ. spot when you were shaving? It's not that big head. Not uh, that you big. Can, I can't. Uh, it looks like I got a credit card receipt. <laughs> you got some competition <laughs> over here because we got a couple of big heads right, in the room. shut up. <laughs> Don't be jealous. Don't, don't be jealous. Don't be I'm jealous. Aerodynamic. Listen, this this is by choice. I don't know about them. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a choice. Sure. It's uh, that paying that twenty dollar for the uh, barbershop guy. Oh uh, man, uh, I just want to make uh, sure any of the stewards listening in our local, we are having a Zoom shop steward meeting on October seventeenth. That is still happening. I want to make sure everybody uh, comes to that. Uh, I wanted to make a quick announcement. Uh, I wanted to say this earlier, but we got caught up in the conversation. Um, not to bring us down again, but we do have a member in our building at Foster Avenue whose son, uh, unfortunately, has um, has just had a, a huge surgery. They were trying to remove a brain tumor. Oh, God. It's it's pretty rough, but thankfully the surgeons were able to replace. Uh, I mean, able to remove ninety nine point nine percent of that tumor wow. but because it was so cancerous he's he's uh right now going through some heavy chemotherapy wow. and nobody wants their five-year-old child to Five go through some old. that's right uh and i want to make sure that you guys understand that you can donate and help to the cause um i'm gonna go into the uh to the gofundme page so that you guys can can fund uh, help GoFundMe. I believe they're up to almost eight thousand dollars now, which cool. is doing really well. Thank God. Very good. Uh, but they're trying to reach uh, a larger number. Obviously, um, it is a GoFundMe.com. It says Hulk mode activated, organized by Catherine Livia. And if you see his cute little face, he's all painted up like the Incredible Hulk. And you will find that on our Union Power Radio page. You will also find it for the local 804 members on our local on our local 804 page, and I believe Mr. Jamie Holligan put it on a couple of other pages. So GoFundMe Hulk mode activated, and the uh, team fundraiser is Catherine Livia and Martina Wagner. They're the organizers for this fundraiser. So um, anything you can do to help out and donate just a little bit, something that you know. Listen, nobody ever wants to experience going through something like that. So please, you know, dig deep, think about it, know that you're helping a family out, a fellow member, a fellow union member. Anything that you can give would be greatly appreciated. Thank well, you. God bless that brother and his family. Yes. Yes. All right, so what do we got going on here? Rockstar, we... Can we get the United Way to help contribute to that little boy? Wow. Great question, Mr. Rockstar. Um, you know what? I, don't I know. doubt I it we, because United Way has done me. absolutely. I'm going to just. Uh, we're, we're live. I don't, I don't want to curse. but You could curse. <sighs> Nobody here. Yeah, you know what? Da Damien, your son is around? Let's absolutely just, fucking nothing. That's what they United done. Way has done squat. I will say that. Exactly. Diddly squat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I sound real. And, let, and let's not there. forget that United Way takes a little bit off the top before that donation reaches where it has to go. A, a, a little bit, Carl. Well, you're being you're being a little modest. All right, they take more than they should fucking take out of the United Way donation. Absolutely, uh, and and there are many times that people from our company have come to them, 
uh, uh, union members have come to them for help and they have turned them away. But they'll give one of their top donors for 15, 20 years a car. You know? You know that I, I urge everybody who's considering donating to United Way to just Google how much money the United Way CEO makes. Thank you for bringing that up, Fred. Uh, a huge point there, uh, Rockstar. We appreciate that. That's a, a big deal. That's that's something. If you're giving to the United Way, think about what you're giving to. Just want to remind everyone that we are doing Facebook Live. We're trying it out for the first time today, and hopefully it is, it's good. It's going to continue doing it. For the people that can't listen to the internet, to the radio, you can go on Facebook Live and uh, see us live. You see the big head, my big head. You see Tony, you see... Carl Morial and Damien somewhere. I don't know where he's at, but you can look it up at Facebook. It's the Union Power Radio page. So check it out. We're, we're trying it out. It's new. We're not able to get phone calls right now because of it, but we're going to try to work that into the next show so that we can have an extra line uh, so we could actually get people in to, uh, to call in. Uh, I like the idea of Facebook Live. I think it's good for the members to see where we're going to members' homes and seeing uh, uh, what it is that we do, how the setup is, so you guys can see the computers, the the equipment that's necessary to do the show, the 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 mics, and our uh, gracious producer over here shows up early a lot of time to do a lot of the setup. You know, uh, sometimes he gets a little annoyed at me for not showing up on time. And helping him with the setup, but I do what I can. But you guys got to understand, I am the co-host of the show. I he need is my always hair. on time for the food, though. I need my hair and makeup done. I need to prepare for this Facebook Live thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of food, Damian Contreras had an amazing spread for us. Absolutely. I mean, the guy had uh, steaks and ribs and chicken, rice and peas, uh, a nice garden salad. Uh, I mean, he really went all out. The ribs were smoked. Uh, very, very tasty. Absolutely. I know you enjoyed yourself. Definitely. I, I mean, I ate really good at your house just, also. Just don't tell my wife because <laughs> no. she feels like she's in competition with everybody well, else. I'll tell you what. Host the show. Your wife's a roco gandula, bro. All right. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying. They were amazing. <laughs> these, these, this was good, too. It was very, very good. Uh, there you go, babe. Where's Damien? Oh, she's listening? <laughs> oh, no. She might be. Or I'll play it for her later. <laughs> no, no. You know, working all good. these controls. I'm working the camera, working this, working that. I'm, like, going crazy right here. So I'm the, not into it like uh, everyone else is. You're good. You're good. Uh, I would like to speak a little about um, uh, James Wright, who we had call our show. As you guys know here on the What the Heck show, uh, our producer, Hector Fortas, has been working very hard on getting members from the IBT to call in. Members that are that are not the IBT, I'm sorry, not from the IBT, the people that are running. Running, running yes. for the IBT. So uh, we've had members from the Oslate. We had a day where we actually had Fred Zuckerman and Sean O'Brien uh, call in. You guys are interested in hearing any of those shows, you can go on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Podomatic, um, what else, iTunes, all those shows are available for you to listen to on podcast. You can listen to some of the things that Sean O'Brien said. Wow. Wow, thank you. This is a gracious host, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, not only has he fed us, kept us full, he also had good beer, and he's got cigars. Now he's bringing out some stogies. Is there a difference between this one and that one? Which, what, what's the difference they, here? They have different labels. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'm going to pop it. Ooh, Camacho. This is a Camacho. Um, so uh, we've had 
Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman. You want to listen to that show? We have that show available for you guys to listen to. We also had uh, Juan Campos on the show. Another very good show. Juan Campos and his uh, his uh, what, do you, what would you call him? His uh, PR rep. No, no, he's not a PR rep. He's not an actual PR driver. Rep. I'm sorry. His Who, David? campaign manager. David. David is, yes, is David. Juan David Campos' cam, uh, campaign manager. He was on. He's a feeder driver out of the local 705 in Chicago. They called in, and we had a great discussion with Juan Campos. After that, we had uh, that show you can also listen to. We had uh, John Palmer call in also. Had a great show with John Palmer. John Palmer said a lot of good things. Let's not forget my guy, Chris Silvera. And we had a... An independent. independent. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, Chris Silvera is an independent running for the presidency of the IBT on his own, so independently. independently. Oh, we got an echo. That show is also up. You guys can listen to that show. And when I'm telling you guys to listen to these shows is so you can hear these guys speak, see what they had to say, answer some of the, the members' questions. And you guys can do a little background research on your own, aside from what you heard them say on our show. And uh, you guys can make some decisions. Last week, we had James Wright call in, also from the Oz Slate. Um, we are looking to try to get somebody from Viarma, or as Hector likes to say. Viagra <laughs> and Mickey Mouse. But they're not going to come on. They're we, not going to. Right, right now, I'm working on uh, Lindsay from a local 299 and Bill uh, Hamilton. Bill Hamilton out of Pennsylvania, That's, also running on the Oslate. I would love those two to call up the radio show because we have a lot of those two uh, wore the red vest, just like uh, James Wright. And James Wright said, yes, I wore the red vest. Red, red vest. And uh, so now we want to find out, you know, that you're not going to wear the red vest and you're with the Suckerman crew. Uh, What's the difference? So that's the questions everyone want to know. Well, All curious. the members want to know. You guys spoke directly with James, right? How did you guys feel about him? Well, I got to tell you, he was very honest. Uh, Hector asked him some pretty tough questions. One of the big questions was, you know, uh, uh, speaking about him wearing the red vest and how he supported Hoffer, and he, he was very clear on that. Uh, and he, he felt it was a mistake. And he, uh, one of the big questions was that his local had voted yes when it came to the contract, and he actually was one of the... The P, you know, he was a principal officer, so he, he encouraged. Well, let me correct it. She's three nine nine. I'm sorry, uh, Dean, Dean from the oh, Dean Tocra. Dawes from yeah, Gemini he, and Tocra. He, he corrected is three nine nine, local three nine nine in uh, Hollywood, I think. Right. That's uh, no, I believe that's in California. Oh wow, I'm looking at myself on Union Bell Radio. <laughs> look at that. That's interesting. Okay, I like. I look. I look. I look scary. Am I scaring you? No, but um, so. James Wright, uh, another question that Hector asked him that was pretty serious was the fact that he encourages members to vote yes on on a movement that we were all voting no, you know, and and a lot, the majority of the members voted no, you know, and uh, Hoffer still rammed this contract down our throat, and he was uh, he was very truthful. I think in our show he was very truthful. He was adamant about his mistakes that he made and how he plans to move forward, and, you know, you, you can never deny that. I understand... Some people may feel however they felt. I just appreciate when a man doesn't lie because he could have easily said, you know, uh, try to beat around the bush or skate around the questions, and he answers it truthfully and very straight up. So I, yeah, give well, well, I just want to make the members understand that this show, I'm going to bring out the truth in you. 
either you're going to say it or you're going to deny it. Coming out one way or another. Exactly. So I'm not going to bite my tongue for any questions. If you have any questions that you don't have the balls to ask, give it to me. I'll do it. I have the balls to do it. Thank you, Damon. This is South. Nice little, uh, it just seemed a little, um, I don't know, listening in, I didn't really feel comfortable. I, I didn't. I didn't really care. For Why it. you didn't feel comfortable? The way, you know, the way everything just changes like that in in four years. How he can go from being such a officer and not knowing what a officer was, but being a officer and now he's for the membership. I don't know. It, it, Listen, it, everyone jumped the wham bang, the, the 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 wagon as soon as they heard that officer was not the hoffer. Uh, Hoffa is not going to run again, that he was going to retire. So everybody jumped off. They were like, where, where do I go? I don't want to lose my multiple salaries, Pensions. you know, right. and, and the salaries. Well, Hoffa's going to, he's retiring as a millionaire. And he and who said it right that, you know, uh, uh, this guy, uh, Silver, he says, you know. Silvera. Silvera. He said it right when he said, you know, Hoffa was a freaking lawyer. He right. was never a teamster. He had no experience. He came in there because of the name. His right. father was a teamster, and he came there as a lawyer. And he ran this. He didn't just union. say lawyer. He said Mickey Mouse lawyer. Not only that, he ran this. They kept him in office for twenty years, man. And he he didn't even he didn't do the sweat. And t you guys are killing me with that damn cigar. I can't even <laughs> breathe. Seriously. Oh God. It's really good. It's a really good cigar. Thank you, Mr. Contreras. And the wine that you served was very complimentary to the meal that you gave us, and I want to thank you for that. Why, thank you. <laughs> Pardon me, do you can, have any Can you blow the smoke that way and shit? <laughs> you have a little great coupon if you like. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so the IBT is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, I guess, I guess, two guys, because I don't know if Silva even may, he has it to December to uh, get into the ballot. So, um I don't know. I would, I would, I would like to give a quick shout out Go to uh, Gemini and Tow Truck. Um, they're doing a, a. I don't know if it was them who started it. Maybe Dean can elaborate. Uh, they're doing a big thing on Teamsters against trafficking. You guys know about trafficking? No. Trafficking is something that's been going on around the country for quite some time, where people traffic children. Uh, oh my God, it's basically yeah. for slave. You know, you talk, we're talking about slave labor and all kinds of things that yeah. are being done through trafficking. Very, very bad stuff. I mean, they use these people for mules, to mule drugs. They use the, uh, the, the young women as prostitutes. It's very, very bad. And there's a group of uh, Teamsters out there. They, st they started a group called Teamsters Against Trafficking, and it's, it's getting pretty big. There's a lot of members becoming a part of it. A lot of the feeder drivers in general who stop at a lot of these truck stops and, and know where, you know, can, can either eye someone who's doing something, they can make a phone call or whatever it is. Uh, if Dean doesn't mind elaborating in the chat, I'm sorry, Dean, we can't have you on the air. I would love to have you on the air to talk more about this. Maybe next week we can do that. Um, well, not next week. We're going to be off next week because we've done three weeks in a row yeah, and uh, the wife isn't happy. So, <laughs> so happy wife, happy life, guys. Don't ever Before forget that. Before or after the show. Yeah. So, um, 
truckers against trafficking is is a big thing uh um we're basically we're not telling you to put your life on the line obviously we're not telling you to if you see or spot something that seems like a trafficker to go out and try to beat somebody up that, that's not what we're promoting here it's just basically eyes and ears right, you know dean doors is probably saying damn how do they get those cameras to go into people's face Wow, yeah, Deem, I can tell you, call me up. I have a, a good camera. It's gonna cost you some money, but it's gonna work out for you. I don't know, but you don't. You do, they don't. Well, do he live does together. it on his own in front of the yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it'll work. If they were doing it together, it would be very helpful for you, Dean. Uh, it's a very, very good camera. It 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 works on its own. It it kind of just uh, it basically just zooms in on the people speaking, and it's 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 a it's a really good camera. But um, uh, for what you do on your show with you guys, uh, uh, you and Wayne Ponsky, uh, you guys are doing it just fine. If you guys, like I said, were together, it'd be different. You would want to get that camera. Or maybe you want to get it for yourself. I don't know, Dean. It's a very good camera. But either way, uh, Dean, I would love for you to talk, uh, if we get a chance, hopefully ne uh, in the following two weeks, to talk a little more about Teamsters uh, uh, Truckers Against Trafficking. Oh, great. He just put the uh, link up. Uh truckersagainsttrafficking.org forward slash uh, so if anybody's interested in, in looking into it it's, a, it's for a great cause and they're helping a lot of people the number that you can call if you spot anything uh, is 1-888-3737 and the last number didn't show up there Dean I got another three eights so uh, give me a second guys while Dean puts that number up for us and uh and i want to congratulate dean doss okay feeder driver out of california who just got into the circle of honor congratulations, wow. congratulations. dean give him some applause on that he got into the circle of honor <laughs> dean doss has went almost what is it you got to do 25 years without an accident to get into the circle of yes, honor 25 years that's amazing 25 years without a single incident congratulations dean damn i wrecked my record literally <laughs> <laughs> like three months ago. They tried to fire me for it, too. Wow. Not surprised. I'm pretty sure even though Dean's a member of the Circle of Honor, if he gets into an accident tomorrow, they'll, they'll try, try to, to can him, him, too. <laughs> but it is a huge accomplishment. Us as drivers appreciate you and what you've accomplished. And um, a big shout-out to uh, Dean and his uh, his brother Wayne Ponsky on, on everything they're doing. And the people watching on Facebook, you see the shirt that Damien's wearing and uh, Carl. I said your name right this you time. You did. You got yeah. it. Yeah. I was gonna call him I Dave. It was Jamie Haynes. Those are the Union Power <laughs> Radio T-shirts that uh, I wasn't gonna sell, but I am selling them now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make some money here because I need money for my hair and makeup person who's standing over there in the corner. I have to make sure. I'm, I'm, a lot I'm, of money being spent. That's yes. right. It, it, or, or it's not easy to get this look, people. Okay. Uh, Hector, you want to get up and turn around and show them the long sleeve shirt because yeah. that's a really nice one, also. This is our long sleeve two tone red and black. Uh, Mr. X. Mr. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Mr. Hector Fortis is modeling it, as you see. Give us a nice little spin around there, Hector. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that shine in his head is real. It is not fake. And, <laughs> and that is one of the T-shirts also on sale at our website. You can check it out. Uh, what do they got to do uh, to purchase a T-shirt, Hector? Uh, they could just email me at unionpowerradio2280 at yahoo.com or whatthehecksshow at aol.com. All right. So. And uh, he's also wearing the ones that he wears. Those are a little bit more. Already worn T-shirts. Oh, already worn, yeah. yeah. Those, those, those go for more. Those go worn for more. Yeah. If you get a T-shirt with Hector's sweat actually on it, 
That is going to cost you just a little bit more. He will sign it for you, and it will be more money. <laughs> All right. Um, we are going to have boxers coming soon. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, ladies' undergarments. So yeah. be prepared for that. In front of the boxers, it's going to say, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. So... We covered a lot of topics here. We spoke about safety. We spoke about uh, some of the IBT uh, 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 shows that you could listen to. Um, we also spoke about what's going on around the, a little bit of what's going on around our, around our local. Um, is, well, I, I know we spoke before the show about uh, a story that Damien told us that he said he was willing to tell on air. Oh, put you on the spot. Wow. All right. On the hot seat. You on the hot seat. Well, no, it's a, it's it's great information for everybody to hear. Right. Well, one thing before we go into that, we're going to let you guys get a little history on what's happening. Because Damien said earlier, you guys know the work has slowed down a little bit in our buildings. So as always, in company form, they're asking members to go home. Right. And you got a lot of members that are willing to go home. Yeah. Boo to them because you know that's a scheduled off you're not contributing to the pension it's just a no-no you are guaranteed eight hours of work if you come to work report pay is four hours and that's the way it should be so damien you want to enlighten now that i've mentioned that do you want to enlighten some of the members on some of the things you've done to combat some of this that's going on in your building sure so what happens is when that whenever uh we get a member that makes book and that Nowadays, uh, all the members that make book as drivers are 22-4. So, uh, off the back, they feel that they are uh, missing the boat on a lot of things, right? And technically, they're not except for their pay, right? Once they reach their top four-year progression, they're making almost $10 less than us. Right. But they also, uh, I don't know if it's through management or through someone else, they're, they're, they believe that they're not getting a pension, which is not true. Absolutely not. You're going to get your 401k if you're if you're investing into it, but you're also going to get a pension, okay? Um, so anyway, this uh, yes, uh, this Friday, two of my members were sent home, right? They were told uh, there's not enough work, and uh, you could use a personal day or your anniversary date or whatever the case is. Um, them not knowing any better, right? They took the anniversary pay so when i found out the members went home i approached the lease supervisor i said hey what's going on here you sent two guys home he says yes we don't have enough work we didn't we didn't plan for it uh there's not enough work to go around i said that doesn't mean anything to me um i've been working uh extremely hard to make sure that the members are uh, not having attendance issues right because that's one of the biggest issues that we have throughout the local Right, people don't want to come to work, and they gain um, discipline for it. And if, uh, if you're a steward uh, and you've dealt with discipline, you know that discipline is one of the few things that you really have no handle over. There's no real negotiation. It's not something we could actually fight. Right? Come to work. That's what I tell every member. Come to work. If right. you're legal, if you're you're sick, you're sick. It is what it is. Stay home. Or if you need an OPH, I'll put in for an OPH. Don't come to work. You know, do, do, do it the right way. There are channels to, in, in, in which you could do this. So anyway, um, you know, I, I went off on the supervisor. I say, are you kidding me? You know, I, I have virtually zero latencies in my center. Uh, everybody's coming to work, right? So we're not having issues in the office as far as attendance. But here you are. You don't have any work, Quote as unquote. you claim. 
and um, you're sending guys home. I'm, I'm not going to be okay with that. I said, I'm going to put in for four-hour um, report pay. Oh, you can't do that. It's, it's, you know, we don't have to work. There is work. The member showed up to work. You don't want him to work. That's fine. Give him the report pay. Right. That hasn't changed in the contract. No, it has not. So, you know, we were at odds there. So I went to the manager. I repeated the same thing, you know. And, uh, and so then what happened was I went out on the road, I pulled my load. Um, and uh, what, I, what I had, I had four hours worth of work. I punched out. <laughs> and I'm guaranteed eight hours. Right? Yeah. As I'm walking through my door, I get a call from the lead supervisor. He's like, oh, wh wh where are you? I said, I'm home. I said, what? I said, yeah. They were calling you, you probably because they needed you to help out with right. something, right? I said, uh, you said there, there was no work. <laughs> so now all of a sudden we, we find work for a driver that, that only had four hours worth of work, but we couldn't find work for the members that wanted to come in and wanted to work and exactly. got sent home. Now, if, if, if these two drivers would have stayed at work, right, they would have taken 20, 30 stops off of four to five people. Let's say five. What is that? 140, 150 stops. Yeah. Right? Ten drivers could have went home earlier. Right. Everybody could have, you know, you could have had plenty of drivers start their weekend just a little bit earlier. Yeah, it's but my favorite part of the story is that he actually calls you and says, uh, wait a minute, what do you mean you're home? Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Well, well, we you could have used you. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you tell me that uh, <laughs> you didn't need any help? <laughs> All right. Exactly. Listen, <laughs> I love it. I had a conversation with these two members. Now they know what's going on. The company lied to them. They said that there is no work. There is always work. Always. Always. They have to find you work. That is in your contract. Guaranteed eight Guaranteed. hours worth of work. Which Ron Carey fought hard for. That's for right. that guaranteed great eight. Ron Carey, man. So when you go into work, you already got up from your bed. You brush your teeth, you put on your clothes, you <laughs> drove to work. Why not stay? Why go home and lose that money? You're not contributing to you're not you're not putting into the pension when you go home on code twenty six. Code twenty six is bad. And that's another thing we want to make clear. Apparently a lot of these twenty two fours don't realize that when they go home they're not contributing to the pension. They don't think they're even entitled to a pension. Uh just to make it clear new management and new supervisors coming in aren't entitled to a pension. We as union members right. are still entitled to our pension. So as a 22-4, you're still entitled to your pension. So if you go home, yes, you are not contributing to your pension, to our pension. So just remember that there are a lot of retired drivers out there that 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 depend on that, and that contribution. There are a lot of members that are gonna be retiring soon that are relying on that contribution and you yourself when you retire will be relying on younger members coming in and contributing to that pension so make I, sure you keep that in mind i had that conversation with the with the members i explained all of that to them right um and uh you know they know how i they know i'm straight through the door i told them i told them that i will be grieving it um and they know they they, they know how i am okay the contract it's a, is a double-edged sword, right? You just got to hold it by the handle. Don't try to grab it by the blade, right? As long wow. as you hold it by the handle. I like that one. Guess what's going to happen? You're ne you'll never get cut, okay? Absolutely. We negotiated that contract, right? The company agreed to it. 
right? That's right. And that's dishonesty in the company's uh, behalf, by the way. Absolutely. And I'm filing a dishonesty grievance on nice. Article 12. There you go. Because anytime they break a contract, that is, that's a dishonest act because they agreed upon that. That's also a violation of Article 6 also, Absolutely. making a separate agreement. Absolutely. They, they, they're they going to get it. They know what's coming. You know, when I shook the manager's hand, he didn't look me in the eye because he knows. But these are the same management people that are going to discipline members that have sick days still. Well, I got a guy on the 72 right now because he decided to get sick, quote unquote, on the day they needed him. But oh. yeah, he has days left. Oh, wow. Okay. But this is what I'm, this goes to prove my point, right? They needed him one day. He has days left. He has 10, 10 absences. The only thing is that he had like about 30 scheduled off, but that's their fault. Right. Right. That's their, their fault. And here, here, here he is on 72, waiting for an outcome, right? Um, and yet, they, on Friday, they didn't have enough work to send these guys home. But then that changes the mentality of the driver as well. Because now the driver thinks that he could do whatever he wants. And the reality is, no, you have to come to work. Absolutely. And if you come to work, stay at work. And the stories that are out there listening, um, when you go in for an attendance uh, discipline, Make sure you look at the attendance sheet. Make sure they give you the attendance sheets. And look at the scheduled offs. If you have a guy that's scheduled off 52 times and now they want to bring him in because he's uh, absent nine times, I, 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 don't even, I don't even deal with that. No. When I was a shop steward, I go into the office and if I see that the guy had 52 scheduled days off, which is a behavior problem. This is you're creating the company's creating the that is creating that behavior problem because Absolutely. what's happening is he's going to say, well, if I stay home, you know, they don't need me anyway. They don't need me anyway. They, it's, there's no work there. So you know, you're cre the company's creating that behavior, and then when they do bring them into the office with ten days out out of the six days that you're supposed to have in the physical year, this is when the problem comes in. Well, I used to I used to be one of those ones that would go home on a on a scheduled off. I would always try to use my sick days, you know, to make sure that even though I was going home, I was still contributing to the pension. But then I looked at it like I was wasting my own sick days. But I I there were times where I would take the scheduled off and use a sick day, and all of a sudden I was in the office when I came back because oh well, you're taking too many days out. You gave me seven of my ten days out. So how would, how do I have too many days out? You're sending me home. And if you're not sending me home, you're going to send the next person home. You're, you're not the only one, Carl. There's a, a, a lot of people that have done it uh, starting out with the company. Me, myself, when I was in my uh, 20s, I had, a, uh, I had a manager who I thought was a pretty cool guy. Uh, me, I, liked, I was young. I liked to ride my motorcycle. And uh, every once in a while, if I can get a break during the summer, you know, I would work most of the year round. But when the summer came... It wasn't just vacation for me at the time. I only had a certain amount of weeks vacation. So if he said that, you know, it was slow, and I, because you know back then, when the summer came, it was slow. Give me a three-day weekend in the summer. Exactly. I, I, I can't see too many people turning it down. I would get on my bike and go. And then, you know, the older members, they talk to you. They let you know, listen, what you're doing is wrong. This is, you, you, you know, obviously I did it, you know, a couple of summers. What? And then they, somebody was kicking me in the ass and saying, what are you doing? You're entering you know? into your and own separate agreement. And that's when I was like, holy crap, I didn't even realize, like, right. wow, I'm not contributing into my... And you know, a lot of members don't realize it. They don't know. No. They don't know when you go home that you're, contrib you're not contributing to the Or they don't the care because it's not affecting them well, right that's now. That's different, though. The ones that don't care are way worse. Like, if you know you're doing it, that's, that's, that's just... Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. And uh, that's... 
that's just way worse. Like if if you don't know and then Thanks. somebody makes you realize and then you're still doing it, then now you're part of the problem. You know? Don't 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 become part of the problem. Help us with the solution. The solution is to come to work every day and uh if you need a day off, you take your sick days, you you you, you wait for your vacations to come, you do what you got to do. Uh taking scheduled uh, days off is just it's just not good. It's not an well, option. Well, since we're talking about sick days and personal <coughs> days and stuff, uh, I actually had a, uh, a young 22-4 come to me, and they told me that from their understanding, we were not allowed, and i got to stress the word allowed, we're not allowed to take a sick day or a personal day during peak. Now, I don't know about you guys, but the winter, when it, when it gets cold, everybody gets sick. If you're sick... We just had a PCM this week because of COVID and the flu coming in. If you're sick, stay home. I don't care if it's December 24th and they have a truck with 300 stops and they tell you, oh, what about the Christmas gifts and yada, yada, yada. If you're sick, stay home no matter what time of the year it is, no matter what day it is, you stay home. Yeah, but you got some 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 people, you know, some members that they they. Give in to the company. I don't know why. If you're sick, you're sick. If you call up and you say I'm calling out sick, then call. Then stick with your guns and stay sick. I got guys that yo, I, I called out sick, but I, they made me come in. They can't make you come in. If you're sick, you're sick. My thing you was made you come in. My thing was with the with, <laughs> with the members. I used to tell them, listen, call up, do your regular thing, do your right thing, do the methods, call up, call them you're sick. As soon as they start asking you questions of why you're sick and you how come that it, phone. you fucking hang up that phone, man. Hang it up on them. You can't get in trouble. You just, you're sick. That's all they got to hear. Bye-bye. I'm not a doctor. That's it. I don't know. And they don't you. To know they're not wrong. doctors to tell and you what, you, you. what your symptoms are or why you're sick. And they're not doctors. They're UPS supervisors. You know, supervisors, I call them. So that's 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 what I, I say to any member. If you're calling out sick, make sure you stay stick with your guns. Don't stay there and try to explain to them why you're sick and what did you wake up with and none of that. Oh, your mic, hold on. Go ahead. All right. Um, one of the things I do when I get when we get new members. It's a delay. Sorry. When, when, when I get a new... Um, seniority driver, right? 22 fours. What I do now is I, I read them the oath of obligation that comes with the um, application and notice for new membership, right? And I read them what their rights are and what their duties are to the union. Their responsibilities. Okay, it's very important. I'm not going to read it because it's a, a, a full one. If you want to read it, no, right no, no, day. please do. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Um, so what I do is I read this to them, you know, but one of the, one of the oaths that you're taking is you never, ever go against the union, okay? And I tell them, whenever I read that, that one particular part, I say to them, I will enforce the contract. Come hell and high water, I'm going to enforce the contract, and you cannot go against what I'm doing because I am here to preserve your rights, my rights, but also the rights of the union, not what you think it's it's beneficial to you and you only. What's beneficial to all of us. It's what benefits all of us, and it's the contract. It might not be the greatest contract at this point because we inherited something that was uh, a little tough to negotiate, but we got some good language in there, right, at the last minute. 
Um, but the next contract's going to be better, right? And we're going to keep improving. But it is the contract. And we will. in order to hold the company accountable, we have to hold ourselves accountable. Absolutely. And, and just for those members out there that have never heard the oath of obligation, we're going to just recite it to Hold you on, let me just quickly. stop you right there. Yeah. Because the shop steward's job is to go through that uh, oath of... Uh, it, that's his job. That's what I used to do. I used to sit there... While he reads it, because I got a sign that I witnessed that he read That's it. That's right. I make them read it in front of me. But some correct. shop stewards, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, they give me those uh, applications right right from their hands, to the mem from their member hands to his hands to my hands. And I said, did you go over the oath with them? They said, oh, no, no, he read it, he read it. Uh, no, you got to sit down. This is how they you get into their heads. I, I read it down. to them, actor. I read it to them, and I pause, and I wait, and I look. I look in their eyes. Because at the end of the day, right, I'm going to hold them accountable. I, can, I, I don't want to hear, the, I don't wanna hear. hey, what are you talking? No, no, no. Remember when we sat down, we, we spoke about it, and I read this? Yeah. You are not to harm, harm another member, right? Going against the contract is harming the other members, especially our four brothers who fought, who probably struck for the rights that we enjoy today. That is correct. People that have... Actually, people that were beaten in the streets, people that were killed. People that died. Doc Doherty died. That's right. That's right. So for that, members listen to the oath of obligation. Fellow worker, you will not take an obligation that will bind you to the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. This and this local union. And that in no way conflicts with your religious belief or your duties as a citizen. I... The undersigned pledge, my honor to faithfully observe the Constitution and laws of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters and the bylaws of this local union. I pledge that I will comply with all the rules and regulations for the government of the International Brotherhood of the Teamsters and this local union. I will faithfully perform all the duties assigned to me to the best of my ability and skill I will conduct myself at all times in a manner as not to bring reproach upon my union. I shall take an affirmative part in the business activities of the union and accept and discharge my responsibility during an authorized strike or lockout. I pledge not to divulge to non-members the private business of this union. Unless Rats. authorized to reveal the same. I will never knowingly harm a fellow member. <laughs> I will never discriminate against a fellow worker on account of race, color, religion, sex, age, physical disability, sexual orientation, or national origin. I will refrain from any conduct that would interfere with the union's performance of its legal or contractual obligations. I will at all times bear true and faithful allegiance to the International Brotherhood of Teamsters and this local union. Amen. 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 Hey, Damien, you're going to need this for the next guy. Yeah, well, well that's, what, that's what we need to do is that the shop stewards need to... Uh, sit down and and really go over that oath with them so they can understand what is union because there's a lot of guys that are coming into this uh 
22-4, I never been in a union. Never know. They never knew what a union's about. Right. You know, and that's crazy because in other states, you got, you know, who, who just burned it? Who just <laughs> burp. Nice 5.9 on the Richter scale. You got other states that when Tony Rosario was uh, out there, and they didn't even know who they BA was. They didn't know what local number they were. They were just, you know, I just it just comes out of my my pay, and that's it. I so. actually looked up a local for a member. They were like, "What's my local?" I said, "This is your local." They were like, "Well, how do I get in touch with them?" And I showed them. I actually pulled up the website. And I said, this is your local. This is their website. This is how you get That's in touch crazy. with them. And I couldn't believe it. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's unnatural. It's, especially when you're from Local 804. It's hard to stomach because you know what our business agents and our executive board has been doing to this point. I mean, uh, if there's a member that doesn't know what's going on, it's because you're walking around with your eyes and ears, you know, shut. Or your head up your ass. Or, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, some of the stuff in here, knowingly, uh, you know, never knowingly harm a fellow member. I mean, it, it kills me because people read this and they still do it. As a steward, one of the hardest things for me, and I'm sure Damien could attest and Hector, one of the hardest things is, is when it's not you protecting a member against management. It's when you're protecting a member, member against, against another member. member. And, and you know the members upset about this and this person did this and this person did that it's it's difficult and, and there's always one that one person that's trying to get over is what it is there's that one member who's trying to get over and the other member is not trying to have it because he knows that the other member shouldn't be doing what he's doing right and then that member gets angry because we're brought into the situation oh here he comes here comes uh, Rosario again, or here comes Mr. Contreras again. Uh, you know, or, you got the business. You got Hector Fortis involved now, really? Like, I mean, come on. This is, yeah, because not you're just, not doing what you need to be doing, and brother. And it's not just physical harm either. Making deals can set a precedent that will harm the future of this union. So it's not physical. It may not, it's not always physical, mental. Yeah, or whatever. we're not talking about a physical harm here. God forbid a member punches another member in the face. That's right. You guys are probably both going to be discharged, right. uh, most likely. Absolutely. You know? So we're definitely talking about a, uh, a, more, uh, a, a more mental harm and, a, and a, us as a group harm. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the union itself is it's a harm to the union. And, and the members around because we're trying to create a certain type of morale, right? We're trying to make sure that everybody knows that we're standing together. We're standing united. But, you know, these are the members that help to create the division. And that's what we're trying to stray away Isn't from. that one well, of the reasons why we lost Election Day? Because so many members were working and, and because the numbers were so high for the members that were working on Election Day and weren't taking that day off. They were like, you, don't got, you guys don't even need it. You guys don't need election day, so we're going to take That's it away. another bargaining tool that they use against us. Right. Because people are working, members are working during their vacation. So Which we're trying insane. to fight, we're trying to fight that we want more vacations for like the seniority guys, you that know. And what they're doing is they work during their vacation and the company says, why are we going to give more vacation weeks when they are working their vacations? Right. In the contract, Article 11, Section 7, no working during vacation time. I see. I know some people are financially fucked up, and they 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 get this job that's giving you a hundred thousand dollars a year to work at at UPS, and then you know you you get this 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 lifestyle 
that you got to keep up with. You know, you should keep up with the lifestyle of your regular 40 hours and don't think about the overtime and don't think about you have to work your vacation. Your vacation time is is priceless if you're going to stay away from your family. I'd rather you stay with stay with your family on your vacation and take that week vacation and and spend it with your family and not give it to these guys. Because well, I know a lot of members were saying during the pandemic that they didn't want to take the time off because they weren't able to do anything. I don't know about you guys, but any time away from this place is a blessing. And what do they mean not doing anything? What spending time with your family right. at home is doing something? You can't travel to the Bahamas. Oh. You can't go to Mexico. You can't go let, anywhere. Let me let me just let me just tell you what I what I do with the members, right? I read the oath, right? And then um immediately I go into just that vacation. So we don't work our vacation. You remember the time when you sat down for a week not working, right? And I'm speaking directly to the new guys because, you know, the, the sad part is that the, 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 the you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Unfortunately. So you got these old timers, right, that don't give a fuck about nothing but themselves, right? That's fine. But I'm, I'm here to educate and change the <laughs> hearts and minds of people, right? And I concentrate on all of, all of our new guys, right? And I tell them, listen, you, you know that week that you sat down on that bench just riding it and you couldn't work? That's because of that old guy, right? That, that guy that's been here 20 years that Absolutely. decided to, to work their vacation because they didn't want to be at home with their wives, right? That, that's the reason why. Right, yeah. and for a while, let me tell you, a lot of my guys make book. I, my goal was to break that twenty-five percent threshold so that we can make those twenty-two fours into RPCDs. Right, um, and how do you do that? By taking your contractual violation. Right, we have fifteen to sixteen guys off every single week next year during the month of July, uh, 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 the summer months. Right, which is from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we're gonna have nineteen guys off per week. Wow. And I'm going to be on, on their ass to take their vacation, to let these guys work. Because if you got 19 senior members taking off during the week, guess what? They got to work, people. The package has got to be delivered. That is correct. You know how many days? You know how many people are going to make book? Just think about that. Now, I'm curious. As stewards, you guys can pull the records to find out what members are working their vacations and, and Correct me if I'm wrong. Can't you go into the office and say, well, I know he agreed to work his vacation or she agreed to work her vacation, but they didn't, because... They, they violated Article 6. They didn't guess, sign the form guess, in front guess, of me. Guess what, though? But don't the, you, the, the, IBT, the, the IBT, listen. The IBT allowed I, 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 I don't. I don't even entertain that because I had a guy that worked during his vacation. They promised him the, double, the, the time and a half during his vacation. They didn't, oh. they didn't give it to him. And then he came to me and says, what, what is, what's the union going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. What, what are we going to do about it? You enter into a separate contract with the manager to work during your vacation. You think I'm going to go in there to fight for your time and a half when you know you're not supposed to on the Article 11, Section 7, no working during vacation? Hector, but we got, we got we got we got we got effed up with the IBT when Dennis Taylor sent that memo out yes. that, oh, yes. let these guys work during their vacation because of the pandemic. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you, you know Dennis. I, you, know, you know what I grieve now? When they do work their vacation, I grieve for the company to contribute to the pension fund. That's what I okay. grieve. Am I going to get it? I don't know. 
but it's worth the try. Now, my suggestion Absolutely. is for the for the new contract that's going to be negotiated in 2020, 2023 is that if a member works their vacation, they should pay the contribution to the pension fund. Let it come out of their pockets, being that they want to make the extra right. money. Right? Well, as since I'm here with two stewards and a business agent, my question oh. is, if I'm a member who's hard up for money and I come to you, Hector, and I say, listen, heck, I, I really need to work my vacation. I say tough. There's credit unions. There's there's other methods of that. I, I, you want to know really? my answer to that? Okay. You want to know my answer to that? I, I don't listen, go against the contract. Listen, no, I got you. You want to know what my answer to that is? And I've said this plenty of times. You have, now it takes, what, four years to restart pay? Yeah. So you have four years to get your money right. Get your, start getting your money right now. Every day. Work as many hours as you can. Right? It should be that the people that work the day after Thanksgiving should be the low seniority guys because it's double time, triple time, whatever it is. Right. right? Give them the money. Th that's fine. Make your money. Mm -hmm. Right? All the overtime you could take, work it. When you read, but by the time you reach top paying four years, you should be halfway there, if not three quarters, or all the way there financially, so that when that ten dollar raise comes in, you're sitting pretty. You're sitting very pretty. But, but my my question is, to encourage the company to not let members work their vacation. If I come to you and I say, listen, I when I was a shop steward, I did fight that, and I did fight the fact that you know they want him to work, they wanted to pay them straight time. And I was like, no, they're not, they're not working right. at all. And they were like, who are you to tell a, a member you can't work for straight time? No, okay. what I did back then before that letter came out from the IBT is that I grieved the time and a half. And not only did I grieve the time and a half to him get paid, I grieved for the, bot, the, the, the more seniority guy that didn't get the opportunity to work during his vacation. I grieved the hours he worked so he could get paid, and it, and it worked. Wow. It worked, because I got a lot of people paid. I got a guy from Brush. It was a guy, I'm gonna tell you the story. It was a guy from um, um, Mount Vernon. He was taking vacation in Mount Vernon, but working at Brush oh my God. during his vacation. So I said, all right, you wanna play this? And then he went totally against it. He said, oh, I, I gotta make money, I gotta make money. I said, all right, you gonna make money? I got you. So I grieved his time and a half, I grieved the seniority driver that was on vacation that didn't, they didn't ask him to come in in brush. Wow. I got him paid. I got the guy that violated the contract paid. And then I got another guy from Mount Vernon that had more seniority than that driver that they didn't give him the opportunity. I grieved all of them. They gave, all of them got big Everybody checks. Everybody got paid. The only one that didn't accept the check and he said he wanted to go was the, the member from Mount Vernon going into Brush Avenue. He, he said, I'm not accepting any checks from from anything. I had the, He didn't I, want the grievance? I handed him the checks. He ripped the checks in front of me. What the? What? What the heck? Exactly. What the he, heck? He ripped. And, 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 and the shop steward could attest to this because the shop steward was like, what the fuck is wrong with him? You got him paid time and a half to work during his vacation. You got the other guy paid from Brush. You got the other guy paid also. They all got nice lumps of check, you know, a nice check for being home on during their vacation because they violated all these seniority yeah. just to get this guy to work. Yeah, you, you, so you, it works, but the, what the problem is now 
It's the fucking IBT. Oh, yeah. They fucked us. They fucked us real good with that letter By saying that allowing, yeah, they, they yeah. can allow as long as you pay them time and a half. Well, one so, of the things that one of our members say here, Brother Mendez says again, and, and a lot of people have said this, it's a, a statement throughout our union. The union defends your rights, not your actions. So a lot of times, you know, these guys are doing things they're not supposed to be doing, and we're there to defend their rights, but same as your situation, heck, you were there trying to do what you have to do, but we can't defend their actions. You know, if you want to go and do something you're not supposed to be doing, we're not there to defend that, depending on what it is, and that's the bottom line. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. Um, I, it's om almost always the same people that break that part of the contract every year, right? This year, right, I busted the same guy. He was, like, working his vacation. I said, you can't do that. He got mad because I put him on blast. And then... Um, He's, like, he's really mad at me, right? And then, you know, my alter comes up to me. He's like, hey, why are you doing that? You know, I understand, you know, but he's hard up for money. I said, he was hard up for money last year because he worked his vacation. That's the part he didn't tell you. Did he tell you that? No. There you go. I busted him last year, too. What happened then? Right? But what is he doing with his money? Not my problem. Right. Right? I, I, listen, I live below my means, right? Thankfully, now, because I worked hard, Save my money. I, I I could enjoy it a little bit. I'm still not there because if I was there, I wouldn't be working here. All right. Okay. But I, but I'm not there. But I did what I had to do. But I took all my vacation. You kidding me? I I was on vacation mode the week before my vacation. I couldn't wait mm -hmm. to get the hell out of here. Even if I was staying home. And guess what? This year I stay home. Guess what? My wife had me doing shit around the house. Absolutely. <laughs> it is what it is, but I did it with a beer in hand. <laughs> I put up a right? damn fence. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is but what it is. The, 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 the things that kills me is when you hear a member throughout the year saying, ah, oh, man, I'm fucking working so hard. I'm fucking, yes. I'm going to get a break. Yes. I'm fucking working 14 hours a day. And then it comes to his vacation. He's working the vacation. He wants to so do another 14 hours a day. Why are you bitching? And these people you, working their vacations are taking the prime week a vacation the summer weeks that's the worst you, you, part you know what one of my members told me oh i'm helping out my brother because he couldn't find any other excuse because if you're going to come to me and argue with me right. listen i argue with, with people that argue for a living right, right. i argue with management they, right. they, they got all sorts of answers mm -hmm. if you're going to come and argue with me you better you better come bring your a game right, right? <laughs> this guy told me oh i'm helping out my brother i started laughing because i was conferencing with another driver uh um and he started laughing too. And I'm like, I, this is the first time I heard that one. But you're full of shit. Because you ain't helping nobody but yourself. Right. Okay? Um, if it's that serious, you know what? Fuck your week. Give it to me. Yeah. I'll fucking take it. And when, back in the day, you know, I didn't get a summer vacation. So, oh, no. <laughs> so it was like, yo, damn, man. And then when you see the guy that has the seniority working during his vacation that I could have picked that, that week. Premium, those premium weeks yeah, in the summer. That, that I could have had that guess. week and he's in it. That shit pisses me off to the fullest, man. Dude, my first and it must be, piss everybody getting, off. Oh, yeah. My first year getting a week vacation, you know what they said? Uh, you got March available. I said, what? March. <laughs> March, yeah. one week. Guess what? I took it. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Exactly. Now, now are we according to the contract, are we allowed to trade vacations? So let's say Tony's no. got a vacation. No? Not at all. No. Not at all. That's, that's back, just a whole fucking mess. It's just a mess. It's a mess. Normally okay. you get back one week. One. You can roll one over. But I'm saying, let's say Tony's on vacation and he, he realizes he needs money, so he's gonna he needs to work that week. 
But I want that week. Can him and I... Back in the days we did that. Back in the days when, when we didn't have no summer weeks, you know, you bargain with a guy that has a uh, uh, the seniority that took a, a summer week and you like ask him, yo, listen, are you going to really use that week? Because if you don't need to go, you know, I'll switch weeks with you. You know, my, my week is in November. Can I get that uh, June vacation? And either they say yes or no, and if the management agree with it, we could happen. I even heard of some, but, guy, some senior but guys. But it's, 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 it's a backlash to that because <laughs> now you're making a deal with the guy that has uh, 25 years. He is a guy under him with right. 23 years that wanted that week also. Right. So you're fucked. You know, it's like you. it, it happened, but it... It shouldn't happen. The moral of the story once you is pick your, pick week, your weeks, take your that's weeks, it. And stay take, home. That's, exactly. Again, the, the, that's the, a violation of Article 6 entering into a separate the, the agreement. Moral, the moral of the story is let's grow the membership. How do you grow it? Take your time off. Let, give, give somebody else the opportunity. Let them get a little bit of the rays of the sun. Uh, uh, one of our brothers, uh, Rockstar, our buddy Fred, uh, he makes a good point, and, and guys have brought this up uh, in the past. Can we force senior drivers that work their vacations to forfeit next year's picks? It's not fair, lower seniority drivers that actually want that. to take <laughs> right. We've talked about this take off on their vacations. We have a few in the center that block others. Um, you know, that's something that uh, I believe uh, uh, you guys on the executive board are probably looking into. But it's not even just the senior guys. I think anybody in general that that decides to. Uh, to do that should um, should forfeit their their early picks. You know what, Vinny? Vinny re really wants to uh, fuck with them in the contract and and try to get more weeks out of this because yeah. you know you don't get your fourth week into the tenth year. Um, it's, no, it's fifteen. Oh, the yeah. fifteen year. I'm sorry, fifteen years. Ten years in between. Yeah, you know, and from that's the 50 to 15. you know we're trying. You know, Vinny wants to make it that you know you don't have to wait that long for a fourth. Should be week. every five years. You but should get a week. every yeah. time we go into the comp company to negotiate this contract with vacations, they always throws in a, they throw it in our face. Oh, saying, guys are taking the, are yeah, off? Why, working why, their why are we doing this? They, it's, they work it's, their it's, vacations. Just, just, it's just, not broken. You know, I, just do it now. I you want, know, yeah. that shit is bullshit. I want to throw this in there so that everybody... You should really silence that phone. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, you know, this is what that's what I go through with Tony. Either he's eating, not paying attention, or, or his fucking phone. <laughs> so, so I want to throw this in there, right? Wow. I, I've been to negotiations. Hector has been to negotiations, right? And Hector, have you seen the company and the the boxes and boxes and boxes full of paperwork that they bring with them? Yes, they bring. They bring a lot of shit. And, and that's just a, a great segue into what I'm going to talk about right now, right? They bring in documentation, right, as, as evidence as to why a certain language shouldn't be changed, right? Because you can't just arbitrarily change language in the contract. You can't just add something on, right? right. The only reason, the only way you can add something on to an existing language is if you, if there's a problem. Mm -hmm. What are problems? grievances right there's a grief right grievances are that problem right and that's how you prove that we need to make some changes right and that's why all the stewards i'm speaking to every single steward that's out there and all the members too you should grieve this too because it affects you grieve these vacations grieve the stuff that needs to be grieved because when we're in negotiation these are the things that we take with us that's that's evidence that that's there right. are issues without this right then there are no issues, right? 
I've been to many panel cases where a member would say, well, they've been harassing me for years. All right, great. Where's the paperwork? Where are your grievances? Yep. Right? That, that paperwork you is very it. essential. And that comes down to Black Friday. Uh, ah, I'm so glad yes. we got here. I was just yeah, about to go there. Black Friday is uh, Black Friday, and it's a four-day weekend it's, for the members. It's a union holiday. It's but totally blacked you, out of my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, never, I, I worked one time a Black Friday when I was a fucking rookie and didn't know Sorry. any better, and that was in 2007. Mm-hmm. And I would never, ever, ever work that Black Friday game because you know what the yeah but at that time Hector you were forced because you were a bottom guy it was an air day remember right 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 you're right about that now it's full operation now it's full operation so you don't have to come in if you don't want to exactly and you shouldn't because everyone says it's a thousand dollar day no it's not not. you're gonna make the most of two hundred dollars after Uncle Sam takes the rest of the money you know you know what one of my members said to me he said look all the money you're making now right it looks beautiful Right, before taxes, right? Yeah. But you take that money, right? Before taxes, you divide it by the hours you work. Oh, wow! What exactly. Come true. Uh-huh. But then you take the net and you divide it by the hours you worked. Uh huh. How much money did you actually get? Actually, mm-hmm. make per hour. Let them see it. Divide it. Let them see it. By you work sixty hours. Divide it by sixty. And going back to our wah, previous. Wah. And going back to our <laughs> previous conversation, if if all of the, all of us members want to keep working days like Black Friday. We're eventually going to lose it. Yeah, oh, there you go. And exactly. There goes the triple point. time. There goes the 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 option of taking the day. I would wish, the day. and I'm not trying to direct the workforce. I would wish that members take that four day weekend. I yeah, would wish that too. I mean, I'm I haven't it. worked a Black Friday ever. I don't remember at really? least. I, I might have. You know what they did to the part timers last year? Oh yeah, you're gonna get double time. You're gonna and get then gave and them they nothing. they gave them nothing because the contract states that you can't. You know, and and all the part timers were like, "When am I gonna get my money from work?" No, listen, it's your holiday. Stay the fuck home. You get paid for the time that you're home. Your time with your family is priceless. So stay home with your family. That's a holiday. If you want to make the money, I got it. You have, you know, you got to make ends meet, whatever. Make I got money, it. You but you know what? That's a holiday that the union has is Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving is a a, a, a holiday. And then you have Saturday, Sunday off. There you go. Take your four-day Take your four day uh, weekend. What other four-day weekends do we have without taking a sick day or an OPH? What other four-day weekends do we this, have? This year is a little funny, right? The way the holidays fall, right? You have oh yeah, that we have Christmas and New Year's are on a Saturday, right? Is, is it? I believe let me, so. Let me take a look. It's it's real funny the way. But you know fall. what? Then, then you got the Tuesday to Saturday guys that you know they say, oh damn, you know I don't get a four-day weekend. I got to come if even if I take off on Friday, I have to come I'm in sorry, on Friday. On uh, we I have to come Saturday anyway because Saturday it doesn't fall on a holiday. Yes, but you'll have that that Thanksgiving, the the day after Thanksgiving, and then that Saturday well, still gonna owe you. I'm, I'm certain in the next contract we're gonna change a lot of that language, especially for the holiday that fall on Saturday. Or Not if Sunday. Tom Murphy gets in. Ah! Tom who? Tom Murphy. I'm calling you out, Tom Murphy. Come to the radio show. Well, can you please tell us why you want to run for the uh, executive board at local 804, please? Uh, or 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 John Guess. Or, or Montabo, one of you guys. Come on, somebody. A question. Aren't I they had. merging? 
they are merging. They are they're running together as one because you know I, I I'm hearing they're having a hard time, but I want to hear it from from their mouths. If if well they, anybody anybody's entitled to run if you want to. Uh, you're a dues paying member. You're entitled to run. That's fine. Just uh, don't wait. 30, just, don't waste our thirty thousand. Just just if you're gonna do it, you know, uh, uh, be real about it. Uh, you want to talk about it? You're well. You're more than welcome to call the show and talk a little about what your plans are. We would love to hear them. Uh, one of our members, uh, Victor Aviles, always puts up some interesting things. He goes, "I put my anniversary day the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I look forward to a five-day weekend." Wow, Victor. You are the man. I'm going to start doing that shit. You know what? Vic, I, <laughs> I, 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 I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to Victor. Victor is my co-chair in Queens North. And he does an excellent fucking job. I mean, I, didn't, I don't have to worry about him at all because he's, he puts in the grievances, which I love. He gives me the pictures of the grievances, which okay. I love. And when I go to the company and show them this is what's happening, this is the grievance, the Article 18... On, on on the lows and these are the pictures, they don't know what the fuck to say. All they can say is, I'm going to take care of it. Okay, so Victor, make sure, because he has a list of the grievance that he puts in, and then he, he double-checks him. He, he, if they say to him after we discuss the grievance, oh, we're going to take care of it, he, he goes the next day to see if they took he care of it. He has his record. And if he doesn't, take, they don't take care, he puts in another grievance. There you go. And that's the way the, the safety... Should be instead of handing Victor, out those grievances are going to show up in negotiation. Well, that's a beautiful Great job, Vic. You know, you're yeah, a he does a good dude. job. That's, that's how we change the contract to our benefit. Grieve it. It's really that simple. Well, Grieve it. I got a question for you guys again. Um, yeah, you got a lot of questions. Yeah, man. man. He's I, the I, new Jamie Haynes. I don't. Yeah. I don't have the opportunity to sit down with two stewards and a business agent too often, so I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> Since we have the potential of Sunday work, and I asked this question on Facebook, and I got some responses, but since we have the potential of Sunday work in the contract, with Easter falling on Sunday, obviously every year, what what are we going to do about that in in the contract, or is there anything in the contract about it now where you know, it'll be a scheduled day for some people and not scheduled for other people. Right. So. Well, any any work any work during Sunday is double time. Is a uh, double double pay double time. Even for twenty new incoming twenty two fours with the Wednesday to Sunday schedule. Even if they if they uh, it, it falls in a holiday and they work in Wednesday to Sunday, which I don't think they even gonna. The twenty two fours will not be entitled to that pay. No, but my question is, if a holiday falls on a weekend, us as vested well, members... the problem is it's not a recognized holiday in the contract. Yet. Yet. Because we never had to deal with Sunday work. Correct. But now that we have Sunday work, we have to make this a holiday. Well, we don't have contract. Sunday work yet. Please don't jinx it. Nah, I thought we had Sunday I, I, work. Already hearing who, that they're going to start Nobody. No, they have it in the contract, but no one has... They haven't... No, even, they haven't scheduled any Sunday work yet. I don't think they... I don't, after the new year, they, they will. Listen, the Saturday work is a failure to them. Right. Okay. No, I, I know they that. wanted they wanted to get rid of Saturday and go back to Monday to Friday. Right. But you know now because of this COVID, now the the work is pushing more to Saturdays. Right. So, but before the COVID, they they didn't know what they were going. They went from twenty routes on Saturday to ten routes on Saturday. Well, I'm getting asked every week if I want to work on Saturday. 
With a re- now. With a definite now. no. Now. With a definite no. I've done, I, five Jay- days Jamie's, is enough for me. Jamie's real proud of you right now. He's like, get him, Carl. <laughs> and, and you know what? You make a good point because at the end of the day, we all know this is going to turn eventually it's gonna into be a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week seven day operation. In my 15-minute ride happen. here, I saw three FedEx trucks, well, so it, it, it's bound to happen. It, it's going to happen. We do have to start preparing for it, and we do have to work on getting language in the next contract concerning this because yeah. it, it is going to be a hot topic. And uh, but as of right now, the only answer is the, the drivers now are entitled to if they are asked to work, it is double time. Twenty two fours are not entitled to it. So and my other question most is, likely they will have twenty two fours working those. My days. other question is for us Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday drivers, with the holiday falling on our not scheduled work day. Are we going to get another day, uh, another day of pay, a holiday well, pay? Well, well, like Damian said, there that, that, as a holiday. Totally that has right. not been contracted yet. It it, sh- it should be, but that is not in the contract because we, we've never had to have. It, like he said, it's not. It's always fallen on a Sunday. We've never had Sunday work, right. so it was never made a holiday on our contract. And that but, would be more IBT, right? It's going to definitely be something on the international the language. Only people that get affected is feeder. Listen, right. I, I want to encourage everyone yeah, to vote. This this Trump guy needs to get the hell out of office. I don't know if you got 100%. some Trump. You got Trump supporters Ooh. out there, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, they go the boo. Uh, my mic just fell off. I had. To, uh, did, did you see the fly that landed on uh, on, uh, <laughs> on, on, on what's his name? That was the talk of the town. The <laughs> fly. You the didn't fly. hear any of the issues. It was all yeah. about the fly. But they, they, they came out with one also. You saw that Harris, they had her legs open. They said the fly came from there. Oh, my God. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that oh one. Oh, my God. It was all over Facebook. You know, they're always going to respond to the, the Trump people. But anyway, we need to vote out there. I don't care who you're voting for, Republican or Democrat. Just vote. Go out and vote. You're over 18 years old. You should be able to vote, and you're legally here. So vote, vote, vote. I'm voting. I registered. I'm voting. I'm voting, you know, I'm a Democrat, so I'm definitely going to, and I, I don't have a, I don't give a fuck if you're a Republican, uh, <laughs> but Donald Trump shouldn't be in office. I mean, he, he said it, he, he was blessed that he got the COVID. How do you say that as a president? You know, I think I don't want to get into political here in the yeah. power radio, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, the Teamsters are going, uh, uh, backing Biden and Harris to, uh, for the nominations, whatever the case may be. Anyway, this radio show is going to be recorded on the uh, show reel. If you want to listen already? to the, yeah, it's about that time already. Uh, real quick, Rockstar also says, uh, regards to Black Friday, what if we decided to use that day as a local wide holiday, luncheon, brunch on the membership? I would be a great uh, way to, for the members to utilize the four-day weekend. That is always in the plans, Rockstar. That is what they've done. It is a worldwide holiday. Uh, a local wide holiday for us anyway here in local 804 uh victor villas brings up about what happened last year last year black friday the local had santa in the house at the union hall we actually watched a movie which was had just come out on netflix called the irishman uh a lot of members went there with their children uh we still gotta be careful with covid restrictions though we can't Uh, we do have to be a lot more careful this year victor we will be wearing our mask we will be using social distancing i don't know what the union's plans are as of yet but uh, trust me, we will find out this coming. Um, I'm pretty sure the union is already getting ready to speak about this in the coming membership meetings that are coming up. The steward meeting coming up October 17th. And uh, whenever we do the general membership meeting, which will be the last one for this year. The general membership meeting is a Zoom. will be on Zoom. Yeah, yes. it will on be on Zoom. Zoom. On it's Zoom. not in person yet. I want to thank everyone for listening and watching us on Facebook. Say hi to everyone there on Facebook. 
we're going to be try to continue doing this Facebook thing because I think it's a good thing. I mean, you're of... going to have to continue to pay for my hair and makeup because, you know, I have to look this good all the time. He doesn't I, wake up like that. We get we, we got the same barber. <laughs> yeah, me with well, the razor. That's right. <laughs> so we want to yeah, thank yeah. everyone for listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. Next weekend, we're on a break. We, we don't on a we, break. We're not going to be on the air. We're going to be on the air two weeks from now. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Lindsay or Bill Hampton from uh, Hamilton. Bill Hamilton, Hamilton from Pennsylvania. Big, big shout out to uh, Bill Hamilton. Hopefully, you'll be calling in. I want to give a big shout out to our cover host, our cover co-host, Carl Morial. Come out yes, a few sir. times and pay some Jamie Haynes. He heard the call. He came in to fill in, and he did it on short Whenever notice. Whenever you guys need me. We appreciate you, Carl. Big shout out to the shop steward of Laurelton Center in Springfield Building, Big shout-out to Damian Contreras. Thank you so much, Damian. Uh, beautiful insight today. Uh, I love what you're doing as a, a steward over there spread. in Arlington. Beautiful and spread. thank you so much for the spread. <laughs> Amazing food. Big shout-out to our producer, Hector Fortis, as always. Me, your host, Tony Rosario. And as I always say, stay united. Solidarity. We're here to put the U back in union. That's right. And you see that shirt that uh, these guys are wearing? they the Union Power Radio union T-shirts. Power Radio. I know it's wintertime, and you want a long sleeve shirt like mine's. But uh, we'll take it all this. again and twirl around for you, the <laughs> <laughs> Union Power Radio 2280 at yahoo.com or whattheheckshow at aol.com. Just send me your information. We'll ship it out to you, and you'll get that shirt. Size, and uh, we'll do that. And Thank real you. quick again for Gemini and Tow Truck. If you want to get down on the uh, Teamsters Against Trafficking, the number uh, he put it up now is one 373-7888 and uh, you could also go to their website which is truckersagainsttrafficking.org forward slash so look into it truckers is trafficking is a good cause and take it away heck I just want to oh. thank uh, Damien uh, for having us in this backyard in this beautiful backyard you nice. guys don't see the, the rest of it but it's, it's, it's a big backyard nice backyard yeah so thank you and thank you for listening to the what the heck